If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Parents across the Bay Area are on alert right now as more kids get sick. So RSV cases are surging to the point that a children's hospital in Oakland is now actually out of beds. So this respiratory illness is typically seen in babies and typically starts in the fall, but we're, you know, seeing it a little bit earlier this year. I heard that there are reports of it, you know, starting as early as last month. But this year it's hitting early and now affecting children up to at least three years old. And doctors say they're also admitting and treating a high number of young patients testing positive for other respiratory viruses. So right now it's a very important time to ensure that your children are safe. Uh, now Clorox, has issued a recall of certain pine salt products. Uh, so I, I realized that an irony of a germ killer being recalled because of a harmful bacteria, that's not lost on us. But eight pine salt cleaners could contain bacteria that could cause sickness in people with compromised immune systems. So Clorox said to look on the packaging for the code A4 and a five-digit number that's less than... Two, 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 four, nine. So that's three twos and a four, nine. Uh, The items were sold at major retailers like Walmart, Target, and Home Depot. And they say if you have any of the products, you should contact Clorox for a full refund. Make sure you look at the list online and when in doubt, throw it out. Winona Judd is spearheading an exciting new CMT concert event celebrating the music of the Judds. The show is called The Judd's Love is Alive, the final concert, and it'll recreate The Judd's 1991 farewell tour. It'll take place next month at Middle Tennessee State University, and it's the same spot where Winona and her late mother Naomi Judd performed the final show on their Judd's farewell tour back in 91. And there's going to be some A-list talent that will appear on the special, like Ashley McBride, Kelsey Ballerini, Brandi Carlisle, Little Big Town, and Martina McBride will make appearances. And the made-for-TV event will take place November 3rd, and it's also scheduled to air as a televised special on CMT in March of 2023. What is your airplane horror story? I'm getting drunk on a plane. I'm just sitting out here watching airplanes. So my girlfriend and I's friend Grace flew into STS yesterday, and on her flight, she was sitting next to a dog, right? Well, the dog lifted his leg and went to the bathroom on Grace's leg and the backpack. That's so bad. (laughs) So bad. That's so bad. And I feel bad for both Grace and the owner because I bet the owner was mortified. If Remy did something like this, you would be mortified. Yeah, my dog's perfect. He would never do anything like this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait, does Grace have a dog? Does she smell like a dog? Is it was a, is that why the dog was maybe marking her territory? Like, what's the story? That's a great point. She has two dogs. Great dogs. Would probably never pee on someone on an airplane. Uh, but yeah, possibly marking territory. Um, you know, and the woman just apologized over and over again. They got napkins, but Grace had to wash her clothes immediately when she came over. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for her. Yeah, you're right. The whole situation is is not ideal for either of the passengers. And <laughs> I, I've never done anything or been in a situation like this. The worst that's happened to me on this airplane is I got sat next to someone 
that was snoring really loudly. Yeah. And it's probably karma for all the times I've snored really loudly <laughs> on an airplane. Devin from Petaluma, what happened on your flight? I was going to Hawaii, and I had some flight from San Francisco to Honolulu. Oh, my goodness. I had a three-and-a-half-year-old, maybe four, maybe two rows ahead of me, screaming the entire flight. I had headphones in, and I had my music the whole time, but I had an elderly lady next to me. Oh, my goodness. She looked like she was in awful pain. Here we go. Isn't this a brand new day? Wake up. Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. With Halloween upon us, we're asking, have you ever had a Halloween costume fail? Because Old Dominion's Trevor Rosen did when he was a kid. Cause I'm stuck on you, you're stuck on me. I never gotta wonder where my honey be. Kid, my mom, uh, she let me do my thing. I wanted to be a mummy, and uh, I found a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> and I wrapped myself in toilet paper. It was kind of just barely on there. Started sprinkling. <laughs> Costume disintegrated within like 15 minutes. So I guess he just went to Halloween as himself at that point. Because the... Because the costume disintegrated. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Have, you think you have something awesome, but it just doesn't work out. Uh, yeah. And, you know, like he said, his mom let him do his own thing, but it just, it, it was a fail. Uh, Tanner, have you ever had a Halloween costume fail? Yeah. I tried to dress as Maroon 5 for a Halloween in college, and I thought it was so genius. I put on a maroon sweater and just taped the number five to my chest, and I thought people would get it, but no, they definitely didn't. Oh, you're operating on a higher level than most people then. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. I went to a college party and they were like, I don't get uh, it. <laughs> uh, wrong college, maybe. Maybe if you went to Harvard, people would have been like, oh, <laughs> I get it. I should have approached it like, oh, you're not smart enough to get it. Well, that says something about you, not me. Exactly. <laughs> uh, one time I went uh, to a school Halloween party as Raggedy Ann and it was my mom's idea. And my cousin Lee, instead of like, buying like striped socks she took these like white polyester socks and with a marker normal marker drew red lines on it uh-huh. so they bleeded onto my legs Ooh. so during pe <laughs> my legs were red and people were like did you get sunburned like, no why are you sunburned like a tiger nope uh you got to have a Sun couple marker. extra days of halloween <laughs> <laughs> we've got danielle from santa rosa on the phone uh danielle what was your halloween costume fail um, when I was Girl Scouts, we had a Halloween party with pinata and all that fun stuff. And my mom had the brilliant idea to make me a bunch of grapes. So back when they sold just regular sweat outfits for children in the 90s, you know, I had a pair of purple sweats on and she safety pinned blown up balloons all over me. I could not bend. I could not sit. <laughs> nothing. And then, you know, like all the older brothers of the Girl Scouts were joking around about eating me with the pinata sticks to see how many balloons they could pop and it was traumatizing. Amber and Tanner in the morning. So Halloween is right around the corner and right now on the show we're gonna play Name That Candy Catchphrase. Amber, have you bought your Halloween candy yet for the kids? We have. It was very expensive, but we have plenty and we're ready to go. (laughs) Well if you get all five correct, I'll buy you a bag of candy for just you and your fiance, Cole. Aww. <laughs> Thanks, Tanner. So I'm going to say a candy catchphrase. I have A, B, and C options for you. And Amber, you have to guess the candy catchphrase. Okay. Here's catchphrase number one. Melts in your mouth, 
not in your hands? Is it A, Skittles, B, M&M, or C, Dove Chocolate Bar? I don't I don't know. I'm going to guess M&M's. That's correct. Oh! Right on the money. I had no idea. <laughs> I was good. I was about to go with Dove. Yeah, could could it be. Could, it could it could do it. All right, here's catchphrase number two. Isn't life juicy? Is it A. Starburst, B. Gushers, or C. Skittles? Uh, Starburst. Oh That's my correct. gosh! <laughs> you're nailing it. You were nervous about this before we jumped on air, and you're I, crushing it. I really don't know catchphrases like I should, so I was <laughs> nervous. What about this one? Catchphrase number three. Don't let hunger happen to you. Is that A, Mr. Good Bar, B, Snickers, or C, Almond Joy? I know that's Snickers, B. Right on the money. Because I love those commercials. <laughs> they don't like you when you're hungry. It's, you're not you. <laughs> Alright, this one's a little hard. Get the sensation. Is it A, Mounds, B, Milky Way, or C, York Peppermint Patty? I know this one too, because I like those. York Peppermint Patty. Correct. <laughs> In the commercials, they have the goosebumps when they eat them. Oh, that's right. Okay, maybe I know candy catchphrases more than I, than I thought. Next on the list, the Great American Chocolate Bar. A, Three Musketeers, B, Hershey's, or C, Snickers? Uh, it's got to be Hershey's. That's correct. And for a bag of candy for you and your fiance, it's all on the line right now. Oh, I've gotten them all right so far? All right. Weird. Okay. All right, here's the last one. This is a, for all the money, <laughs> makes mouths happy. A, Twizzlers. B, Butterfinger. Or C, Kit Kat. Oh, no, I don't know this one. Okay. Um, so we've got Kit Kat, Butterfinger, and what was the other one? So we got Twizzlers, Butterfinger, and Kit Kat. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go with Butterfinger. Amber, I am oh. sad to report. Oh, that no. is not it. You were so close. Was it Twizzlers? <laughs> it was Kit Kat. Oh, I thought that was like, give me a break or something. Hey, wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Matthew Perry obviously doesn't want to catch hands from John Wick because he just had to apologize for trashing Keanu Reeves with his new memoir, which is titled Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. So if you don't know who Matthew Perry is, he's most famous for playing Chandler in Friends. Uh, but he insulted Keanu Reeves twice in his book when talking about the deaths of River Phoenix and Chris Farley. So one of the things he wrote is, why is it that the original thinkers like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger die, but Keanu Reeves still walks among us? And he said the same thing when he talked about Chris Farley. Uh, so he's suggesting that it was some kind of cosmic injustice that these guys were gone, but Keanu Reeves is still here. I mean, if it was a joke, it didn't land. If he was serious, then it just came off pretty mean. And apparently Matthew knows that now because he had to issue a statement saying, I'm actually a big fan of Keanu. Keanu, I just chose a random name. My mistake. I apologize. I should have used my own name instead. Uh, but Wonder Woman, Linda Carter, actually tweeted, Come on, Keanu is one of those frozen cakes. Nobody doesn't like him. 
Now, I don't know why Matthew felt the need to use Keanu's name so often in this book in such a negative way. So I was thinking, was it jealousy? You know, jealousy that Keanu is so widely liked um, and widely liked. So perhaps Matthew's pride and arrogance, you know, didn't allow him to say what he was really feeling. He should have said, you know, why them and not me or, you know, something like that, for example. Uh, that would have been a better comparison than just randomly tossing Keanu's name in the mix when River was actually a friend of his, too. Uh, survivor guilt, maybe. Jealousy for Keanu, who by many accounts is just an awesome guy. And of all the truly awful celebrities who still walk among us, like Matthew said, Keanu is just not one of them. I'm sorry, Matthew. Uh, but there are very few comments online defending Matthew. But do you think the public apology from Matthew was necessary? Should he have defended himself at all? Or do you think what he said about Keanu was just absolutely uncalled for? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. I'm always getting pranked. Whoa, someone's played an awful prank. Awful. Just awful. Have you ever pulled off a Halloween prank? So I love a good prank, even when I'm the victim of a prank. So I am terrified of snakes, and I came home yesterday, and my girlfriend <laughs> decided to buy a bunch of rubber snakes and put them all over the apartment in these hidden spots. It was in the front door, in the fridge, in the shower, and I'm honestly not sure if there are more of them, and I'm guessing so. <laughs> it was just, it was really good. I, what? She put all these rubber snakes like around the apartment. Right, yeah. but you thought they were real or they just spooked you? Like what? what's the situation? Amber, I can't even look at a picture of a snake on <laughs> Google without, you know, my adrenaline going up and freaking out a little bit. So yeah, I can. I thought they were real. And so it totally freaked me out. I was like, I'm tired of all these snakes <laughs> in this dang apartment. <laughs> I'm so sorry that happened to you. Are you okay? Uh, I'm mentally recovering. Okay. As long as you're recovering, we're yeah. good. I, I don't know. Like, I'm going to pass you a pen and you're going to think it's a snake or like a phone cord or something. I'm like. Chucks it across the studio. Here, I heard you needed to charge your phone. Here's a phone cord. And you just scream right out of the room. I'm like, oh my gosh. Amber, have you ever been involved in a Halloween prank? Were you the prankster or possibly the victim? Um, Personally, I love being the prankster. Uh, but yes, I have been a victim. You know, like when people dress up for Halloween and they pretend like they're a prop or yes. something. When I was trick-or-treating as a kid, uh, someone was dressed up like a Grim Reaper and I just assumed it was a decoration and they jumped out of a chair and scared the bejesus out of me. I was, I'll never forgive the person who did that. Did you punch him in the face? Uh, yeah, I cried. Oh. So even worse. Oh. I was like, mom! <laughs> screaming for your mom. Yeah, uh, Melanie from Runner Park, we understand you were the prankster. What did you do? Well, my mom was out. I snuck into her house and put a whole bunch of different creepy Halloween decorations in there. There was a skeleton in there. Um, there were spiders. She absolutely despises spiders. And then um, there was there was a fake hand that when you go past it, it crawls across the floor and she freaked out with that. It was perfect. It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Well, we're moving on now. We're moving on now. 
What's the strangest or most interesting thing you found when you've moved into a new place? This week, Taylor and I have been cleaning out the room that's going to be kind of our office. Uh, it's going to be the office to like four other people. <laughs> it's going to be a crowded space. It's it's going to be cramped. So we're moving things around, trying to make it a little more spacious. And there's so much junk in this room. <laughs> and I was moving things onto a shelf. And a giant typewriter fell off the top of the shelf. And I tried to catch it with my knee. <laughs> it hit my knee. My knee is absolutely destroyed, by the way. And then I was like, what? What? Why do we have a typewriter? Is this the 1800s? Like, what is this thing? Why is it in here? I'm surprised it didn't break. Well, actually, I'm not surprised because those things are indestructible. Oh, I thought you meant my knee at first. Oh, your knee is totally blown out. (laughs) Surprised. I'm also surprised my knee didn't break. I'm lucky that I'm the one that caught it because I got a lot of fat right there on my leg. So maybe it was good that it was me. Yeah, that fat saved you. But have you found anything else that's weird in that room? Or have you found anything super strange during a move? Yeah, we... I've been finding a lot of weird, like, alligator memorabilia in that office. (laughs) And a guy that we work with, he talks about how some people call him Alligator Man. And he has a lot of alligator stuff. Yeah, he talks about how his first job in radio was in Tallahassee, Florida. So people think he's like into alligators yeah so i guess it was a joke around here that he liked alligators or something i'm in on the joke i've been calling Uh, him alligator dude for the past week alligator dude (laughs) what's up bro uh you know i i've heard some really weird stories about things people have found in a move uh typewriter is not that weird if you uh look at some of these comments that are on our facebook page uh we asked what's the strangest or most interesting thing you found in a move facebook.com slash froggy 929 randy from middays here at froggy 92.9 said when we moved to our house in cloverdale we found a meat cleaver stuck in the garage wall we still have it He posted a picture of it. You got to check it out. Also, Sean from Roner Park posted uh, when my husband and Sean from Roner Park, uh, she said when my husband and I bought our first condo, the previous owners did not clean out their closet. We found VHS tapes with the title Big Hairy Men on them. We laughed for days about this. (laughs) Big Hairy Men. Oh, my God. I have no idea what that could be about. (laughs) Some of us have some ideas. No idea. (laughs) Ben from Petaluma said... It wasn't right after moving in, but when we tore out our deck in the backyard, we found this doll head, and he posted a picture of the creepy doll head, and uh, Ben said we (laughs) combined it with a kinetic coil slinky thing we used as a centerpiece for our table in the garage for a little while because it reminded me of Toy Story. That picture is really creepy. It's not cute. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Joelle. Barry Martindale's going to say that her kids don't like their Halloween costumes. Hello. Hi, is this Joelle? Uh, yes, this is she. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling on behalf of your ex-husband today. Okay, is everything all right? Yeah, everything's just fine. Uh, I'm calling because your children have complained about their Halloween costumes that you purchased for them this year. Okay. They don't like the um, costumes at all, and honestly, your ex-husband doesn't care for them either. Why Why would a lawyer be talking to me about this? <laughs> um, I don't really understand why you're calling me. 
Well, the reason why is because you thought it was a good idea to buy your kids Power Ranger costumes. I mean, really? What year is this? 2003? Um, Power Rangers are awesome, and they're adorable in them. Well, I'm looking at the costumes that you purchased, and they are not adorable at all. What? Why do you have their costumes? Well, I got their costumes because your husband, your ex-husband, excuse me, sent me pictures, and just, you could have done better than that, Joelle. Excuse me? Those are very expensive costumes. There's nothing wrong with those costumes. They're adorable. Mm-mm. They're not adorable. So your ex-husband is demanding custody of your children for Halloween. I know originally uh, you were supposed to be, you know, having them for Halloween this year, but that is no longer the case. Excuse me. That is the case. We have an agreement, and my kids are with me on Halloween. Just because they don't like their costumes doesn't mean they have to go to their dad. No, it absolutely does mean that. And, and your ex-husband has already purchased the new costume, so you can return yours. Are you... Are you kidding me right now? Nope. Where is he? Is he there with you? I don't know where he is, but probably, you know, getting ready for a great Halloween with your kids. No. No, he is not. You need to get him on the phone right now and tell him that it is my weekend and the kids will be with me for Halloween. I don't really care what they wear. They told me they wanted Power Rangers, so I don't understand what the issue is. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Are you serious right now? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. So do you trust your partner with the finances in your relationship? (laughs) Gotta be honest, my dog really stank. Remy was really stinky this week. So my fiance said, please... Go take him to get groomed. He needs a bath. I will pay for it. And I thought that was really nice, but mostly he was just tired of the stinky dog around the house. I'll do anything for this dog not to smell. uh, Money is not an option. So (laughs) he gives me his credit card to go pay for it, and my eyes kind of light up. (laughs) There's money bags in my eyes. (laughs) And he goes, we are not going to make this a habit. What? And I was like, okay, clearly you do not trust me with this credit card. You do not trust me with the finances. And I got home yesterday and I handed him his credit card bag. I told him how much the grooming appointment was. And he was like, Amber, if I look on my credit card statement and I'm, am I going to see that you got Starbucks or makeup or something with this thing? I was like, what? Oh my God. Makeup. What, I get makeup like once a year. Yeah. When do you ever see me wear makeup? And also, <laughs> if you did, what would be the big deal if you got yourself a coffee with his credit card? I don't understand he why didn't he'd approve be upset. Of it. He did not approve of the coffee. I'm <laughs> sure he God. wouldn't have actually cared if I just got a coffee, but I didn't. I told him just the groom, and that is it. So, Tanner, if you were to give Cammy your credit card, would you trust her with it? 100%. I do it all the time. Really? Yeah, like if she wants to go pick up groceries and I just am being lazy and don't want to leave the house, I'll be like, oh, I'll pay for it. Here you go. And anytime she does make an extra purchase, because she does love snacks, she does love soda, she does <laughs> like to buy things, she always texts me and asks me first. Oh. And so I say, yeah, go, go ahead. Treat yourself. Why can't I have that kind of trust in my relationship? <laughs> makeup? What? Isn't yeah. that hilarious? Oh, uh, you're going to get some makeup. Some lipstick. <laughs> I, like how, I like how that's his first thought. Did but, you go to Ulta? <laughs> I know you're low on moisturizer. <laughs> <laughs> so I was curious. Do you have trust in your relationship unlike mine? Uh, we took a poll on our Instagram <laughs> At Amber and Tanner in the morning, do you trust your partner with the finances? And the results right now, 
completely 50-50. Okay, Woo! that makes me feel better. Catching the catching the with these guys. It's just snake bite morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Feed me now. I'll take the cheeseburger meal. Would you like to make it an extra large meal? Can't talk eating. Meghan Markle told Variety magazine that Prince Harry likes to surprise workers at fast food restaurants like In-N-Out. And could you just imagine working at In-N-Out just a normal day and Prince Harry and Meghan Markle show up? I would drop my animal style fries all over me. (laughs) Milkshakes flying in the air. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle. (laughs) Yes, that would be very shocking. But, you know, it's likely to happen. They live here in California now. Yeah. Uh, So that has to be the most memorable customer experience for those people. Who is your most memorable customer? You can reach out to us on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. And Amber, I know you haven't worked at a fast food joint, but you've had jobs with customers. Have you ever had a wild one? Yes. I used to work at a pharmacy throughout high school and in college. And we had this one guy that would come in and he was always convinced that I was going to be famous. And it was kind of like a running joke. So every time he would come in, he'd ask me for a signature and he's like, I'm going to sell these for big money one day. (laughs) Well, uh, they could be worth big money someday. Probably not. (laughs) You never know. A dollar. (laughs) I will give you 50 cents on eBay for this Uh, signature. (laughs) What about you? Uh, Yeah, I worked at Lil Caesars when I was 16 until I left for college. And there was this guy who freaked out on me, and I was working the cash register because the pizzas weren't $5 anymore. They were raised by, are you ready? Break the bank. They were raised by 55 cents. Oh, a whole 55 cents. And the guy was like, no $5 pizzas anymore. And he created chaos in the lobby. I mean, people are stickler for those, like for rules, you know? Yeah. It's the rule $5 pizzas, Little Caesars. He said, but I saw it on the commercial. And I told him, I was like, well, that's only a participating restaurant. And he did not like that. No. Not at all. Uh, Emmy, uh, Emma from Santa Rosa, tell us about your most wild customer. Uh, when I worked at a fast food restaurant, we had a monkey that came to the drive-thru. <laughs> I mean, him and his owner would come to the drive-thru. They would get food, and the monkey would always drink the creamers or eat the sliced apples. Morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. April from Runner Park. Are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes, I am. This is how it works. We're going to ask you five rapid fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio so she can't hear them. April, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. April, would you like to talk some smack to Amber for half a point bonus? Amber, kick rocks. <laughs> Amber is currently kicking rocks as we speak. She's running out of the studio. Go grab my coffee. Oh, coffee first. <laughs> April. Oh, that's important. Oh, absolutely. Amber's record's 542 wins and 46 losses. Here is question number one. The 2022 People's Choice Award nominees include Taylor Swift's album that came out less than a week ago. April, what is the name of the new Taylor Swift album? I don't know. That's okay. Mm. Question two. Reddit says that Dolly Parton is one of the best things about America. Dollywood is Dolly Parton's amusement park. What state is Dollywood in? Tennessee. Correct. Question three. Nick Cannon is reportedly expecting his 11th child. Nick Cannon is a host of a show that has Robin Thicke, Jenny McCarthy, and Ken Jeong as judges. What show am I referring to? 
the masked singer. Correct. Question four. Ingrid Andress says that the country music community is one big family. Who does Ingrid collaborate with on the song Wishful Drinking? I don't know. That's okay. In question five, Green Day and Eddie Vedder will headline next year's Innings Festival in Arizona. What band is Eddie Vedder famously in? Oh, son of a biscuit. Motley Crue. Motley Crue is incorrect. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, you got some stiff competition today. April brought her A-game. She got three and a half out of five today. That's pretty good, April. Excuse me, I misspoke. She got two out of five today. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that, April. I tried to give you an extra point. I would have just believed you. (laughs) All right, Amber, here is question number one. The 2022 People's Choice Award nominees include Taylor Swift's album that came out less than a week ago. Amber, what is the name of the new album? Midnight's. Correct. April from Runner Park got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zip. Question number two. Reddit says that Dolly Parton is one of the best things about America. Dolly Wood is Dolly Parton's amusement park. What state is Dolly Wood in? Tennessee. Correct. April from Runner Park got that correct as well. Amber, you're up two to one. Question three. Nick Cannon is reportedly expecting his 11th child. Nick Cannon is a host of a show that has Robin Thicke, Jenny McCarthy, and Ken Jeong as judges. What show am I referring to? The Masked Singer. That is correct. April from Runner Park also got that correct. Three to two is the score. Question number four. Ingrid Andress says that the country music community is one big family. Who does Ingrid collaborate with on the song Wishful Drinking? Sam Hunt. That is correct. April from Runner Park got that incorrect. The score is now four to two. Amber's up. And question number five. Green Day and Eddie Vedder will headline next year's Innings Festival in Arizona. What band is Eddie Vedder famously in? Pearl Jam. Perfect five out of five compared to April from Runner Park's two and a half out of five. April, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you gotta say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. We're still giving you those family four-pack of tickets to the Sonoma County Home Show. Yay! Yay! In April from Runner Park, you're going to the Sonoma County Home Show thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Saw this on Facebook, and I thought it would be pretty fun for Halloween. Here's the scenario. Michael Myers, he's chasing you. He's in his blue jumpsuit thingy, uh, his scary mask. He's got his knife. But you have to defend yourself with the last thing you bought. What is it? Oh, I'm dead. What did you buy? A Red Bull this morning (laughs) at 7-Eleven over on Brookwood Avenue. I am dead in a heartbeat. (laughs) (laughs) Unless I, I can... Chuck it as hard as I can at him, but you know, the dude has survived fires, I, you know, yeah. getting hit by cars. I'm pretty sure a Red Bull might just give him wings. I think if it's full, then you could chunk it pretty hard at him. Yeah. You, you gotta have an arm that's mint. Yeah. It's like, mm. I don't have a good arm, though. <laughs> <laughs> I got cut from baseball for a reason. What about you? Uh, when I saw this yesterday, I was like, oh no, a croissant! <laughs> We went to uh, Cafe de Croissant on Sinead. It's it's like very close to our new place of work. Uh, so we went and tried it. And I was like, uh, how am I going to defend myself against Mike Myers with a croissant? What you could do is maybe it's a distraction. Maybe Michael Myers really likes croissants. and you're we, like, we would have that in common. You're like, you know what? If you don't hurt me, 
I'll give you this croissant. What kind of croissant did you get again? It was a chocolate almond croissant. I think I want to go back again today. It was a good croissant. Well, if I'm ever coming after you, you can definitely <laughs> defend yourself with a croissant okay. for me. <laughs> well, we did share this on our Instagram at froggy929. And here's what you said that you have to defend yourself against Michael Myers with. Uh, Joseph from Napa said a yerba mate. <laughs> uh, Mariah from Santa Rosa said I guess I'm either throwing Jack in the box at him Or just hoping that he's hungry <laughs> <laughs> And Kyle from Runner Park said Red Bull and a Rice Krispie Treat Here we go It's a brand new day Wake up Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner On Froggy 92.9